Hello everyone and welcome back, any trenders, to the Anime Trending Podcast. Today we're going to be talking about Kaguya-sama Season 2, which is currently simulcasting and airing. Our favorite characters are back. The student council is here. And today, uh, I'm your host, Noobles, alongside with... Me! I thought, for some reason, I thought the order was going to be different. Fantastic. Hello everybody, I'm James. You may remember me from last week. Um, Gracie's back, this, or, I guess, like, you guys have known me as Scorpio, but, uh, fun reveal, I have a real name, and it's Gracie. What? You have a real name? <laughs> it's crazy. What's I've been crazy? lied to this entire time, can't believe it. <laughs> That's wild. It's Medi, the, the fakest real name, what's up, I'm not a Scorpio, I'm a Capricorn, for those who care, uh, pleasure to be with you. And hey, I'm Riala, or Greg, and I've done nothing of consequence since last Wednesday. Fantastic. I apologize, Riala, in advance. Airplanes flying over my head, so enjoy. Mm. Uh, <laughs> I love... I, this, it was great, and then an airplane. But nonetheless, today we are talking about Kaguya-sama Season 2, or Kaguya-sama Love is War is the full name. We dove slightly into it last week for a bit. We touched on briefly with tower of god uh before we get into that we are now available on spotify and the google podcast slash play store so for those who are listening on it thank you for joining us yeah we're While so the rest legit of people, we're so legit and it's so funny i found out this, today that apparently the google music store is getting the uh getting depreciated so i don't know what that means for the content moving forward and that concludes so hopefully... our uh, daily stock segment uh yes, stock. Stock segment. Thank you for coming to Stonks with Nubles. <laughs> stonks with Nubles. Oh man, big stonks. Uh, if I had time, I'll talk more about the company industry in another segue. But nonetheless, uh, this episode is also going to be available, hopefully, ex- uh, or exclusively for us on Patreon. We are available on Patreon under Patreon.com/slash Anitrends. A n i t r e n d z. Your support will be greatly appreciated in allowing us to provide you more anime content and behind the scenes. Give me money. Oh, well, we all need a little bit of money. You get to hear our voices more than usual and earlier than usual. That's correct. You'll get to have early access, and uh, if time permits, we will definitely do some extra episode podcasts or episodes or whatnot. Get ready for the extra episode podcast coming out in December of 2020, where I sing 45 minutes of Christmas music. Are you actually going <laughs> to do that? You, sure, yeah, are you going to oh, do yeah. that? All right, we're going <laughs> to mark your calendars. It's, it's now on record, so... It's, yeah, no, if I, I'll pick... At some point, I will pick a number, and if we reach that level, then um, I will sing I will sing a Christmas album. Uh, I have no guarantees that it will be good, do, but it will exist. Please do Mariah Carey's uh, infamous... All I want for Christmas is you. All I want for Christmas. Is that the one that about... in, in Japan that they always play? No, that's... No, no, uh, Last Christmas. That's Wham's the... Last Christmas. Oh, yeah. Yes, that's the one that Japan plays a lot of. Did we ever get a, a Christmas episode in Kaguya-sama yet? Uh... No, I don't think so. I don't, think I don't so. believe Not yet. so. Okay. There's I a passing so mention about how, uh, what's his name? Uh, Shiragane's family doesn't really celebrate Christmas. Oh yeah, they don't oh, celebrate yeah, yeah. Christmas. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Wait, yeah, wait, they don't are celebrate you Christmas. Sure you aren't talking about like they don't really celebrate birthday. Well, they well, don't celebrate it was birthday. Part of the birthday thing, but it was like we don't celebrate stuff. Oh, uh, okay. I so yeah, they don't no celebrate. Christmas was mentioned, and that's what matters. Yeah, it yes. was it was describing it was describing the Shirogane family's gift giving traditions and it was like, Oh yeah, at Christmas we just give each other like twenty dollar gift cards. Yes, I remember that. 
And before we dive in too much, for everyone else, we are diving into the first four or five-ish episodes of Kaguya Season 2. If you have not watched already, do check it out. Um, but of course, we're going to dive into a little bit of spoilers because uh, the field's open. But the show is fantastic in having uh, isolated, self-contained episode or segments that we're just going to have fun with diving into the topics. Uh, in Season 2, it kind of kicks off uh, af- after Season 1 uh, that aired last year, which did very well on the 6th Anime Journey Awards. Uh, if you have not checked it out, it won Best in Ensemble, which is indicating that they had some very good voice acting casts, uh, Best in Comedy Anime of the Year, and I Hayasaka won Best Supporting Female Character of the Year. And she'll so, probably do we'll it again, s- because she's great in this show. She, she is, okay, well, I mean, it's a good segue. Episode 1, she does, she's in a spy suit, so that she can get uh, Shiragane decaf coffee. I think that, yeah. that, that that scene, I was like, holy shit, they went full out. And they, like, had Mission Impossible music. Yeah. Oh, it was incredible. Mission Impossible. I love that. Uh, that was a great first episode. Um, but right now, I, uh, season two is diving into that election arc kind of segment bit. We are left off with uh, the lead into Super Tuesday, which is going to air sometime later this weekend, or at the record- time of the recording of this episode, later this weekend. But episode four and five, we dove in more about the election council. Where do we all want to start with Kaguya-sama? So, first of all, I want I want to mention that I'm insane, uh, and I watched everything of <laughs> Kaguya-sama today. <laughs> so, oh. I just started an early afternoon. Riala right did after. a full binge. <laughs> yeah, I, I did a full binge, uh, and that's just my dedication for this podcast, you know? But, I mean, all things considered, uh, I'm, like, fresh out of, or I'm just, like, fresh off of watching it. Show's amazing. <laughs> the, show, the show's great. Um, and it just, uh, as Medi was uh, talking about uh, in brief last episode, it's a show that just keeps on continually building on itself. Uh, and so uh, even if, you know, the episodes are kind of episodic in nature, it does uh, reference things that happened in the past, uh, like when uh, Chica was talking about, like, the one in three statistic that was brought up in uh earlier episodes of season one as well so uh, i think it's again it's just like it's a pure sequel in that way uh and they just keep on building on with each other and jokes haven't gotten stale yet to me you think that would be funny because if you describe the premise of kaguya sama to someone uh they're probably gonna respond with wow that sounds really terrible but it's all about (laughs) the execution and (laughs) i heard (laughs) the show has got the execution I thought it's like wow, idiots that can't communicate feelings. I love it. That sounds hilarious. Yeah, t- too soon to raise can't communicate feelings. The animation, key yep. visual. It's the most realistic high school romance I've ever seen. Yes, that's true. Actually, um, uh, I, I, think, per- I think like, that's actually relevant. I think for me is I don't know about you guys, but I actually like the second season even more than the first. So far, yeah. I don't know how much of it was me forgetting just how good season one was but when i got around to catching up on season two there were three episodes out at the time i was like ecstatic and just cracking up yeah i a great time no i i'm like exactly the same way and uh, you know maybe you're right in that it's because it's been a while since the first season so um it's like 
good memories coming back but at the same time I do feel like I just didn't have this reaction with the first season so clearly I'm enjoying the second season more for some reason so it's that quarantine mood. I'd have to agree as well it could be quarantine mood but in a way each scene is over the top in a way it, it, it's there's there's so much emphasis and it might also just because be because it they dive straight in they don't they don't um they don't do any exposition they don't do any oh what happened in season one they just went straight in as if you've already you just finished watching the last episode of season one and you're here to watch the next episode that should have aired when it came out AKA last year what I did today. that helps yeah that's a good oh <laughs> uh, yeah exactly yeah, exactly what did yeah uh Riala, like how that was for you just jumping from the end of season one to season two aside from like oh hey a new op did it really feel like there was a gap um so yeah it didn't really feel like there was a gap but one thing that the end of season one did was kind of turn this episodic comedy into a kind of like poignant sweet episode about kaguya wanting to witness the fireworks uh with uh, the student council so um i think that the transition was good i just thought it was interesting how um, it went from this more serious of a tone back into this, you know, <laughs> high uh, antics comedy that we're used to with Kaguya-sama. And I think it handles the transition well overall. Um, and it didn't, yeah, it doesn't feel like there's been any passing. I assume that, that just comes from uh, adapting the manga over because, you know, when you pick up a new volume of the manga, it doesn't feel like there's that big of a shift as well. Right. Uh, for a lot of other franchises. And I had heard some things about like where they had chosen to end season one, which may not have been the most obvious place, but it worked out very well. Really, mm. I think can't hear the, the can't hear the fireworks arc is a really good way to end it because it is kind of that like tonal change. I agree with James. I felt like that was a good ending spot, honestly. Oh yeah. Oh, I mean, well, that's what I mean. Is I think I I loved how it was executed. I wanted to clarify that I had heard from those who, at least I think so, who read the source material that it didn't stand out as like the obvious place to kind of end a season. So I would like uh, to hear what James has to say about that since you've actually read it. I mean, Oh, I, I think I, sorry, uh, go ahead. Yeah, no, well, from the perspective of somebody, who, so I started watching it and I, uh, well, what happened was I had, to, uh, back when season one came out, my anime club was going to watch it and doing my duty as a responsible member of the leadership. <laughs> uh, I found the source material, found the source material and started reading it. And then proceeded to read as much as I could get my hands on because I could not stop laughing. <laughs> uh, and I just wanted more of the funny hijinks. Uh, but I, I, I thought that the um, like the end of the can the fireworks little arc, that was actually the time when I was able to set the sh series down for a little bit and actually do something else, oh. like study. Oh, interesting. Um, because it felt like a good conclusion. Like, okay, we've we've reached a certain point. You know, where there's been some, there's been, you know, all of this, all this, you know, subtle interaction and development that's happening underneath all the comedy has finally kind of come to a, come to a head, but not like this is the be all end all, but it, it was a good stopping point. Yeah. So I could, you know, I still wanted to see what was going on because, you know, later on, cause it's not like the, this is the end of the series. Thanks for coming. And they were like, oh, there's more and it, but it's going to exist after, you know, with the impacts of this event. Yeah. Yeah. It makes sense because it was summer vacation too. Like it was a very clear, good transition point. But 
going back yeah, full even circle. Even in the manga, it was a good place to kind of take a break. You know, yeah, actually, that's, that's like, you talking about, like, the arcs and where it ended and a combination of also Riala saying, like, he thought it was interesting how it turned into something that was past comedy but more poignant and emotional. I actually think, like, right now just came to this conclusion. I actually think that's why I like the second season better because yes, the I characters' the interactions have gotten a lot more past like they're still they're still full of extremely hilarious antics but at the same time like at the like there's there's something very genuine and like pure like hidden deep inside the context and it's no longer so much as it is about like i'm trying to trick the other person or i mean it still is but there's something more now there's the fact that you know like both of them are clearly very aware like how much they mean to each other and even Mm. when it is played for jokes it's like serious in a way and i think that's ultimately why i like the second season better is i got to see the character development that happened in season one which you know you wouldn't think there would be character development in a comedy anime or any sort of comedy stories but um sometimes comedy stories are the ones with the best character development and the ones that like the character development that happened the first season i saw it come to fruition in the second one and the fact that they continued the jokes but they didn't take that away i think it's just the the, season two season two starts with a different baseline than season one yes yes exactly the ground level of understanding like everybody is aware of their feelings now instead of like the you know, ooh, I'm gonna trick them into doing this. It's not like, okay, I want them to confess first, but not because I want to feel like I'm better than them, but because I'm too scared to do it myself. Yes, yes, no, and, and I like, and I think episodes. that's that's exactly it, and I think that's why like I like the second season more. Like, it's become more appealing. It's become something past like pride, even though they still say it's pride. Now it's like very genuine and now it's raw. Fear. So, oh yeah, it's the <laughs> this is. <laughs> That's why I, I consider this so realistic and relatable. It's that both are very much like, oh, I could easily just, you know, have a girlfriend or a boyfriend if I tried. Or, like, if I asked him out, you know, then we'd totally be a thing. But then the longer it goes on, the more they realize, like, wait, maybe it actually is hard to confess and, like, take that plunge. Oh, yeah, no, for sure. And, I mean, that was a direct plot point in one of the one of these episodes oh, where that was is like if it's so easy Hayasaka you do it <laughs> that, was that was great yeah that was something to watch Riala yeah so I was mainly just uh touching up more on the the fireworks uh episode but like I feel like that sets the precedent that there's something kind of like beneath the cracks uh to something that most people would just expect as a standalone episodic comedy. Uh, and dare I even say that the the episodes that dealt with the fireworks show and all that, I dare to say that they're probably some of the best episodes in the whole entire show. Which I think is interesting because it's like, you go, okay, here's Kaguya-sama, here's what it's known for, here's all the comedy stuff. Uh, and then some of the best episodes of the show don't really have much to do with comedy whatsoever and i think that's just kind of a testament to how strong the characters are in general um it's not just one genre that can define all these characters it's not just one genre that really kind of constrains what they're able to do uh and i think that um fireworks episode really sets a precedent for what the show can really be capable of regardless of its direction 
Uh, and I think that's a, a really strong message there. Now, here's the thing, though. The fireworks episode wouldn't hit the same if we didn't have all that comedy before. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's, that's what I was going to say. Um, that, that means that this is comedy done right. Because a lot of people, not saying you guys, obviously, but a lot of people have this misconception that comedy is all just about making you laugh and that's it, the end of the story. But no, like, actual comedy is here to still tell you something and to, like, reach you, whether it's through laughter or themes or whatever it wants to go for. So that's why, um, that's why Kaguya-sama winning best comedy comedy in my opinion is really well won because it's not here it's not just comedic laughter it's comedy here to bring something to you and that's just a whole extra level and story writing abilities that I think a lot of stories miss out on when they try very hard to stay in the comedy genre yeah there's there's a lot of shows where it's like ah here is the funny, and now here is the character development, and here is the funny again. Uh, and this seems to put it together, like, the two things very, very well combined. Yeah. <laughs> the comedy is the character development. Yeah, no, it <laughs> I, is. Honestly, yeah. I mean, that's something I... Lo- uh, am I, yeah, I just am, keep tripping over my words right now. <laughs> Editor better make me uh, sound a lot better. So as I was oh, saying, you're making me do keep something it. again. Oh gosh, watch it. Could be, it's too late. Keep it. <laughs> no, but actually, what I meant to say is that the comedy it hits so much. James was saying how the fireworks hits better because of the comedy. Otherwise, but that goes the opposite too. Is that the comedy is a lot stronger when you actually care about the characters and you mm-hmm. know something about the characters, right? Because I can watch any slapstick you know, like, standalone thing. It's like, oh, this is funny in a vacuum. But with Kaguya, I keep coming back because I'm like, oh, it's all my lovable goofballs. I care about them so much. I want to see how they interact and what they do this time. And, like... Maddie, you're... You're Hayasaka. What? (laughs) Oh my god, you're right. You're Hayasaka. Uh... Strong disagree, Maddie I think I'm a lot more confirmed. like Kaguya and Shirogane in a lot of ways, but I'll take Hayasaka. Uh, you know, well, it's just the baby part. I was like, you're a Hayasaka, but you know what? I agree. You are much more of a Shirogane than anyone else. <laughs> uh, but to that note, like, there's a lot of gifts that I saw on the internet when I wasn't watching Kaguya-sama when I was, like, a plebeium that was not evolved in this higher form of being, you know, <laughs> having watched the show. But, like, it, I, something that I see a lot is, like, a lot of the Chica memes. They're just everywhere. Um, and I didn't really get them before because, again, it's just a still image. Mm-hmm. But, like, take the scene where, like, Chica's uh, thwacking Ishigami with the fan. Mm-hmm. Like, yes. that, so much is removed with that scene without the audio. Like, I seen the gif, I'm just like, wow, that's not funny. And then I saw it today, and there's even a callback to this. Yeah. <laughs> this yeah, joke. Yes, the, the joke callback. was so good that they reused it. You know? <laughs> um, but yeah, this, that that scene is so much funnier with the audio, because you just see her making a noise every single time. She thwacks she got me, man. Like, it's just so great. Also, Ishigami just... totally deserved to be racked, though. Can I just, like, immortalize that scene where Shirogane is just desperately trying to save his ass and be like, oh, oh, yeah. So Ishigami, much fun. Those Ishigami. scenes are always like... great. Like, bail, abort. Abort. <laughs> abort mission. Yeah. 
Oh my god. And I think that's probably one thing why season two is better in a way. We are getting flashbacks and, and they're using flashbacks well. Oh, yes. Uh, and especially in the episode where they the, the suit council is ending. And I think that might go back to the part where you mentioned, Mehdi. People expect, didn't expect it to end it at the fireworks. Mm. I could see the part where the council's coming to an end. That could be where the anime could have yeah. ended too. But then again... I like it like how it is. Oh, no. Same. It felt like the anime was ending. Like, I got like, oh my god, we're three episodes in. I know there's going to be like 12 episodes or something like that. But Where I felt like I was getting here? ready to be like, yeah. oh, shoot, we're ending. Oh, but then you realize, <laughs> oh, shoot, there's an election. And, and there's more to it that it made it so much more enjoyable that now you, you're so excited for what truly is the ending of the season mm, in yeah, a way. I see what you're saying. Because I, my heart was kind of pulled a little bit being like, oh, man, their all adventures are over. I think a silent voice conditioned us all to be really uh, sad and heartwarmed by fireworks scenes. <laughs> mm. Have we all watched a silent voice? See, a silent voice is easily one of my favorite anime films, and like hit me hard in several places. The fireworks scene was t- honestly not really a standout for me, but that's a whole another conversation. Um. So uh, this is. This is, like, uh, not to do with fireworks at all, but I don't know why I suddenly remembered. Um, I, I have seen a lot of comments online from manga readers who actually think the anime is doing a better job than the actual manga itself. Like, James, do you have any thoughts on that? Uh, well, I think there is a certain... I think... Uh, and this this actually might, like... I think it has to do with a lot, a lot with the voice acting. The voice acting really has elevated this this story. And I, I, I would use uh, Riella's comment earlier on how when you watch just the animation without any of the noise, you're like, all right, yeah, this is a thing. And then when you watch it with the audio, it suddenly becomes that much funnier. And I think that that's probably why people are uh, like the anime almost more than the manga is because that the way that the audio is done is so good. I was talking about this with someone recently. I don't believe it was this podcast last week, but it could have been. But it was the idea that for comedy especially, anime can be so much more effective than manga. Because when you're reading manga, you like they can't control the pacing at which they deliver it to you. You're just reading it at your own that pace. That was the podcast but last week. It was <laughs> the podcast last week, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I mentioned well, for, that. For, for those of you new listeners who missed it... <laughs> You can now watch the other episode uh, on yeah, Spotify. Yeah, no, I'll so give you uh, a recap. <laughs> Basically, timing is everything in comedy. This probably isn't news to you. And with animation, the director can actually, you know, set the timing to be the most effective. In manga, you can't do that as easily. Yeah, and like the animation of the show too, I've noticed a lot of Shaft-like influences that A1 Pictures have gone through. But maybe that's just my interpretation of it, but... Again, like, the execution's everything in this, and the animation really goes, like, above and beyond to try to convey this joke as effectively as possible. And there's just so many, like, uh, like visual cut-ins that you see. The eye catches are always really funny because they mm-hmm. add a little bit more to the world and characters. Like, something that happened off-screen that you may have not even thought about. It's just like, oh, okay, this happened between these two characters. Uh, yeah, I'm a big fan of the eye catch, where it's the... Um... The like, ah, and this scene happened with these three people. Where are the other two people? Ah, right outside, feeling too awkward to go into oh, the yeah. room. Yeah. I like how we didn't get, like, any Kaguya for, like, a whole bit of episode four. And at the end, it's like, by the way, here she is. <laughs> like, yeah. Where's everyone today? 
All right. Transition. Yes. <laughs> Let's talk about the music. Let's talk about the opening theme. And daddy, how... daddy, do. Daddy, daddy, do. Let's talk about this song and how my opinion over it, of it has changed in the last two weeks. Really? How, uh, how we has it that. changed, James? <laughs> oh, well, uh, I'll talk about that, but Nubles just went before we get to that. Yes, the song is actually number one on our shuffle chart. Which As is our, it should yeah. be. <laughs> As our, like, Annie song uh, chart. And for context, the Annie song chart is a little bit different than our traditional weekly seasonal cast what we do is we factor in when the song is released either on youtube or uh legally through itunes or google play store spotify. or they release it on or cd spotify. form which often has the itunes version or spotify and daddy daddy do uh tops up at number one dethroning um unlasting by lisa good and that's there because we do factor in the other songs from past seasons uh so long as they stay in the top daddy daddy do beat unlasting by lisa hello good. Hello? Good. Also Good. worth noting, it's not Why just are you surprised by this? in this chart. Funky jazz will always reign supreme. <laughs> well, I know we said this last week, but I still prefer the first opening. But, James, why... Uh, I want to know what, what's going on you, because I just like the second opening, because I think it's just fitting for uh, the show. So and, and I, the, I, I used to think that the first now. opening was, like, better on all counts. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I, that's fine um, because my my opinion has shifted ever so slightly into a slightly different into into a different camp uh, and it's not that daddy daddy do is is a better opening I think I just enjoy it listening to it more as a song I spent a lot of time taking uh, love dramatic and daddy daddy do and putting them in like one playlist and just listening to them <laughs> like, wow you are quarantine done to this man <laughs> oh what has quarantine done to me? Can we talk about the one time I listened to the same song on repeat for 13 hours? Yarn Cat? Okay, that's... No. Quite long. It's a song by the Statler Brothers called Flowers on the Wall. This was about day three of, uh, day three of being inside my apartment all alone. Um, oh my god. I listened to that song for 13 hours. The only time I didn't listen to it was when I was on the phone with my parents. I, you should have just kept it playing. I cannot even imagine that. Like, the, I've gone ten hours, but it's not even like a song. I'm just letting Detroit Become Human like play in the background. Like that's it, and that's my oh, longest it's, it's, run time for I anything. Think <laughs> I have looped the same song for maybe like two hours. I know I did it while cleaning the very apartment James lives in when I used to live in, <laughs> but yeah, they were roommates. Once. Uh, 13 hours is a little excessive, but I, I have been known for uh, whenever I had to pull an all-nighter for a paper, I would pick a song and I would listen to that endlessly, and it would go anywhere between four to eight hours. Like one time, I've never played Danganronpa, but I did play Mr. Monokuma's Lesson on repeat for six wow. hours, finishing a lab report. That is, that's, that's, like that's dedication. It's got right some now. great trombones. Anyway, talking about uh, the Kaguya-sama music, I now think I enjoy Daddy Daddy Do more as... Like as a song, I think I enjoy that more than Love Dramatic. In the but uh, for fulfilling the role as an opening for a show and its association with its opening sequence, I still like Love Dramatic more. Uh, as somebody that is a James Bond fan and having watched all the Bond films, the opening sequence of season one is something I just like because it calls a lot of that kind of like spy movie opening sequence with especially the playing card mo motif. If you look at something like the opening sequence for Casino Royale 
or uh, other similar James Bond films, you'll get that very similar stylized opening. You're going to have references to like a deck of playing cards or some sort of gambling related item. And so I really like that. And I think that the opening lyrics uh, of Love Dramatic fit the show, at least the chorus, chorus wise, fit a little better. But uh, I think because Daddy Daddy Do is a slightly more up-tempo song, and it also came, if you go on the YouTube video, the music video is, is great, but additionally, along with the YouTube video, the uh, official music video, is kind of like an instructional dance tutorial to do the dance yeah. that the artists do in the video. Oh my god. Oh and I think that's very, that's very cute and very fun. And so uh, I used to think that Love Dramatic, again, was the better song overall, and now I think that they're both very good. Both openings are very good songs. One I think functions better as an opening theme, but the other I like more as just a song to kind of groove to. So James, I like completely agree with you because I've definitely been listening to um, Daddy um, Daddy Daddy Do, which um, more more times than the first Kaguya opening theme, and like haven't gotten bored of it yet. Versus like I said, versus the first one. But I do just love the opening sequence to the first one. Because not only is it James, which, by the way, I am also a huge James Bond fan. So I've watched all the movies as well. Um, not only is it like a homage to James Bond, but I did think it was very similar to Mr. and Mrs. Smith, which is another really, really funny spy movie. Like, but also like they kind of hate each other, but then they kind of don't. Obviously, they don't sort of thing. So... Um, so I, I agree in that, like, the opening sequence for the first one is, per se, more charming and more fitting with the anime, but the second one is just easier to listen to. We also joked about it on our April Fool's, uh, chart, too. We had Kaguya Samalisa as Mr. and Mrs. Smith. The yes, anime. and that's exactly yeah. what yeah. it is, Something like. like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was. Also, I have one more slight gripe with Daddy Daddy Do. Um, and this is purely as somebody that is a native English speaker that grows up in America. I am very uncomfortable <laughs> saying the word daddy. I don't, I don't, I, I, I think I stopped enjoying saying coward. that word when I turned 11 years old. I'm, I'm no not sure that's okay. really a valid critique. <laughs> yeah. Like that is pure, like, well, that's the thing is it's only, I think the only reason I'm like that is because I live in the United States and I've grown up in that culture. And so that particular yeah. word. I gotcha. Has so much extra like baggage with it that it doesn't have in other languages. But that's exactly why it's being used as opening to a very so romantic funny. comedy. <laughs> I d- I don't know if we ever get to interview the artist. I definitely am curious somewhere he got. I want to. Like, yeah, I'm interested to it. find out for both openings because it's the same. It's the same yeah. singer. Oh, love both. me, Mister, <laughs> and then Daddy, Daddy, do <laughs> like. They but, yeah. Who's the daddy though? That's the question. Is it Shirogane? It's obviously stop. Ishi- no. I don't it's have I have no. Neither Shirogane nor Kaguya can qualify as daddy. Maybe I don't Hayasaka think they can. would. But okay, but like is like that overprotective older brother, so he kind of fits because he, he does is all an the cookies. Speaking like, of which, yeah. we have not mentioned Shirogane's sister, who gets so much more attention this season. And okay, yeah, I, okay, yeah. I just <laughs> love. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> that was a great episode where she hangs out with Kaguya and Chika and her crazy sister. <laughs> Chika's, Chika and her sisters scare me. Like, I enjoy watching them in the show, but I would never be friends with them in is real a life. terrifying psychopath who <laughs> literally said, like, don't you just want to tie her up or something? She's so innocent. 
No, I just love the dynamic that, you know, Kaguya wants to befriend her to get closer to Shirogane, but then Kei is just, like, has a huge crush on Kaguya herself. And, like, yeah. she and Shirogane yeah. are unknowing rivals. And that just cracks me up. It's it's like a, a trope or a, not a trope, maybe a gimmick I've seen oh. once or twice before. Oh, no. But it... It's okay, Maddie. You don't realize how real that is, and I'm saying this because one of my best friends, she, mm-hmm. her sister-in-law, and her are super duper close, and she's exactly like Kay. She's the younger sister. Her older mm-hmm. brother married, um, you know, married someone who uh, she loves a lot, and it's literally the things that Kay says about like you know how awesome Kaguya is and how like yeah. you know her older brother doesn't compare to her and how Kaguya is just the better person and la la that's my <laughs> life like day-to-day life when oh, she talks no. to me about her sister-in-law oh like even if she mentions um so uh her sister-in-law's name is Laura and so basically like if she mentions Laura and I was like oh like the first time when I heard about Laura and I was just like, oh, like, you know, who's Laura's? And then she literally goes, Laura is my best friend, my sister, and my sister-in-law. Like, and she's like, not in the creepy way with the sister part, but, you know, like, sister in regards to emotions, but sister-in-law. And then I was like, oh, so she's married to your brother. And she legitimately goes, Laura deserves better. My brother (laughs) never deserves her. She is just an angel and the best person in the world. And my brother just doesn't compare. Like, that's how she goes. Oh, my God. Honestly, I hope that that's how the interaction, like, in the event that I ever get a significant other. Oops, I accidentally revealed how cripplingly lonely I am. Uh... (laughs) I hope that that's the interaction that 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 significant other has with my younger sister. Mostly because it's very difficult for my younger sister to like anybody. She made she made uh, heart shaped cookies in German class one time back when we were in the same high school, and you know it's the like oh we gotta write I love you or like you're you know kiss me or you're sweet you know kind of stuff in German and she presented hers to the class and it said and this was written in German I tolerate you <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's that is what K would do. That's the thing. I think K would do I something mean, like that. Uh, what though. can I say? Well, not, not for Kaguya. Yeah. She, she is. Oh, without yeah. Kaguya, that's the thing. You should be icon, like, I'll talk. Like... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, can we come to the consensus oh, that K is your favorite character, Medi? Or are we? I, I'm trying to. Oh, I don't know if I say she's my podcast. favorite character. It's just as far as like characters that I've been so far, a little more fleshed out this season, or that I've seen more of. I just love how they've just doubled down on K, like, whether it's a full-on crush, or maybe just admiration, but I'm, I'm gonna go with a full-on crush for Kaguya, that just cracks me up, because she, she, she is Shirogane's sister, um, pro tip, do not say she's Shirogane that fast, <laughs> anyway, okay. it also brings me back to, we were talking about how great, like, the little eye catches were, and how in the same episode, um, K and her brother were, like, Maybe intentionally or unintentionally, like flexing on each other about Kaguya noticing them. <laughs> she was oh like, yeah, it's like we're on a first yes. name basis now. Yeah, it's like, it's like she, Kaguya and I on first name basis. Oh, okay, and then it's like Kaguya brought me cake today. Oh okay. <laughs> oh, that's pretty. Yeah, it is pretty good. So it's like dude, I'm looking at last. Uh, we did do a uh, a Kaguya chart during season one, mm-hmm. and I'm looking at it right now, uh, and <laughs> I'm just trying to compare our 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 loyal voters and see if their opinions are correct or not 
Um, so these results are, first of all, they absolutely blew my mind because I was not uh, too aware of the general consensus on each character. Um, to me, based on my experience with the characters via the internet and various memes, I would think that like Chica would be like number one all the same. time, everywhere. Um, and so seeing her at fifth place is really interesting. Uh, Ishigami at number two is also like hello because no like, i, I totally watching the show it's just like everyone everyone's probably gonna sleep on ishigami but that was just my initial impression i think i think it there's a corner of the internet that watches anime that is very much the like well guess i'm gonna go die now like that level of casual lack of commitment to life is <laughs> is is becoming ever more common in this in this in the the internet bound uh, how do I not make it sound like I am an ancient being? Uh, the internet-bound <laughs> youths of the world. Uh, <laughs> there's this, there's this casual like, well, I guess we'll just kill ourselves kind of thing. Um, and there's a variety of much bigger problems that lead to that. But I think that there's some sort of identification with that that attitude of, ah, I made a small mistake. Well, time to die, I guess. Also, please don't kill yourself and get the help you need to. Uh, there are resources out there. But before we go into the chart, uh, for those who did not know, we did hold a special Kaguya-sama best character poll. The results... Yeah. Yes, and the results are number one, Kaguya winning, number one, Ishigami at number two, Aihaisaka number three, uh, Miyuki Shirogane at fourth, Chika's fifth, and then Kei Shirogane was six. Now, the thing with the Ishigami thing I think that's really interesting is this week, uh, in terms of... Actually, for the last three weeks now in our top 10 male character of this specific season, Ishigami has been number two consistently. Who's number he's, one? He's, the, he's number two. Uh, Kun is number one for the last uh, two weeks. Oh, Tower of God. Tog. Tog from Tower of God. Tog. Tog. But Ishigami is number two. Like, he is yeah. higher than uh, Shirogane right now this week. I think, like, uh, I think James was number hit it one. on the nail, though, when he said, like, honestly, Ishigami is relatable in regards to how he thinks and yes. how he acts. And so... Especially for, like, anime fans you know like he is established as like incredibly low self-esteem and high self-esteem whoa, whoa, is not whoa, whoa. something that I'm, anime I'm not, fans not firing those shots having. i just mean like he canonically you know slacks off and plays video games and watches anime instead of doing his work but also it's also the whole like um it's also the whole like you make one small mistake but you really do get like a severe panic sometimes and you're like oh my god it's over like everything sometimes. is done like sort of thing. Well, like every time <laughs> every time um does yeah. happen i love ishigami for being like the i guess he is the one that unfortunately sees all of kaguya's like dark side and it's exaggerated too it's like mm-hmm. it's so funny everyone has such a different view of each other yeah like different characters and ishigami or like kaguya in ishigami's eyes is hilarious because a demon. she is a hundred percent all the time yeah just murderous i'm gonna kill demon. you Whereas even Shirogane is like only sometimes imagines her doing that like how cute kind of smug thing, but I think that's the hilarious part with season two is we for the first time uh, Ishigami helps uh, Kaguya, and even in that moment uh, he views it at oh shoot I'm screwed. Oh yeah, <laughs> he's like she smiled at me. <laughs> what does this mean? What does this mean? Am I dead? <laughs> what have I done wrong? <laughs> what have I done yeah. wrong? Poor Ishigami. Uh, I can't wait till. Uh, Kaguya pays back, like you know, pays back to 
to Ishigami for this moment because it was the birth. Yeah, it was uh, Kaicho Shugana's birthday, and then Kaguya oh, yeah. was trying to. I think Kaguya was trying to. Uh... Oh, I don't remember. It was, I think... it was trying to trying to celebrate his birthday without like yes. outing herself as being like, "Oh, you remembered." Yep. And then so, you know, trying to avoid Chika Oh, yeah, and then Dinto Chika, like, oh, like, yeah, Dinto Chika. Oh, dude, were you yeah. the only one that wanted to celebrate it? And then Ishigami's like, hey, I see you're using the pen I gave you yesterday. And then completely turns the table <laughs> yeah, on, right. on what Kage was afraid she was going to do. And instead just yep. spends, like, a full 45 seconds shaming Chika for not remembering the president's birthday. That was so hilarious. I will like, say, though, oh on gosh. that note, this actually is a perfect segue. Um, I am glad Chika's only fifth, and I know I'm, a, I'm going to get hate for this, but... I am not the biggest fan of her at all. <laughs> there was somebody that I talked to who, in general, his opinion I don't respect very much. Uh, <laughs> they, they're, 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 they're someone who... at me. No, it's not you. I know. And, ac- and, and actually, their, their opinion... Um, yeah, I don't, I, I don't respect their opinion very much. Uh, and, but I had to interact with them for a fairly long amount of time uh because they were uh no well currently no longer but they were a member of the uh deck of the anime clubs leadership council uh the student council. but their gripe with chica is that she is just a plot device like she doesn't have she doesn't undergo very much character growth or change she's just there is this chaotic force that acts hmm. on other characters and forces them to do things and if and that's the one time where i was initially going no, you're wrong, but that's just because I hate you. Um, <laughs> and, and, uh, oh but gosh. then thinking about it, I, I was like, actually, no, that's, that's kind of true because at, at, at the end of season one and even into season two, a lot of the characters have had some level of change. Like, like Shinomiya and Shirogane absolutely have had a lot of change from the beginning to end of season one. But even like Ishigami goes from being somebody that, shows up halfway through the season because of how little he interacts with the student council to being an active participant in their in their activities um and that's like opening up a huge can of worms though because like this is a conversation i've had with some people like does a character need to have growth to be a good character because i see it in a lot of discussions where it's like oh is there development check check you know mark the checkbox yes therefore good character and i think it's mm-hmm. a, a bit more nuanced than that I, like i oh, think it is, if probably. you're a static character that consistently do- fulfills this role uh and if they fulfill the role well i think you can award yeah the i think calling her a static well. character is a much better way to put it than just a plot device and then on the note of character development, a lot of people do not give any credit to the idea of characterization and character building without them having to develop and change in-universe. You can just learn more about them and see more about them, which I would say applies to Chica. Yeah, like, so... See, with... now, I, this is, now I wish I had had both of you or all of you with me during this conversation. <laughs> I actually, I do agree. Asserted by intellectual superiority. Like, I don't think what? Chica is just a plot device. And I, I think Rial is absolutely right. Because uh, as someone who does write novels in her spare time, like, you can't, you literally can't develop every single character. Like, it's, one, impossible because mm-hmm. you will make mm-hmm. your book a thousand pages long. But then the second thing is some, some characters are well-written without development because it's like 
I mean... They come into the story already developed. <laughs> well, yeah, their story is already developed, you know I mean? and as long as their role that they play into the plot is one that's very... is one that's very genuine and well-written, like, that is enough. But the reason... Like, my reason for disliking Chica is more of, like, a personal reason. It's just her personality type just rubs me the wrong way because of the fact that she is really, really selfish. And I know that a lot of <laughs> characters have just noticed. <laughs> and they poke fun at her and everything. But I think what just gets me upset is when she tries to play it off like she's not. And she tries to play it off like that's the most hurtful thing you can ever say. When, you oh, know... she, is, she is, like, <laughs> she's just... the daughter of a diplomat. And she, they, like... And that's the thing is, like, if you if you look at that part of her personality, she's like, oh, she's this manipulative kind of war- messing with people's emotions to get her way. It's like, yeah, but also if you consider who her parents are, it, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. And that's what I like about Chica is she's consistent. Uh, she's consistently. I, think that's one way to I just love. I, I didn't expect Gracie to go the direction of just being Kaguya and being like, Chica is the most evil manipulative person piece of evil <laughs> I have ever met. It's just like, so and then she tries to make herself a victim all the time and that pisses me off but like, i don't dude, like everybody is really mean to her you're a crappy friend who doesn't know your friend's birthday it's like own it girl like, true oh i don't think she's selfish i think she's a little airheaded and that's everybody <laughs> you know like shirogane and kaguya and a lot of them ishigami as well like define her by that and like dismiss her and treat her as if she's a total idiot, even though she is competent in several regards. And like this was a whole yeah, debate. Yeah, she's good enough to be on the student council. This was a whole debate between Shirogane and Ishigami, and then the God, our new candidates in the election arc. Uh, uh, Mio, Mi- Miko Mino. Mino. Yes, Thank and you. how they're like. Oh yeah, we love Chica. We respect her. <laughs> it's like they're like, "What? She's trash. Yeah. You don't want her." And then Chica's like, "Okay, I guess we'll go on their it's side." It's like an end universe. It was an end universe discussion about whether or not a character was good. Yeah, but actually, <laughs> that's actually true. Yeah, I, I just say this as in like true, yeah. everybody is actually pretty mean to Chica, and there are instances like the volleyball training arc where she knows how to do something, and she's not being selfish. She's actually uh, training Shirogane. That's true. And then yeah. the, the singing, the singing episode. Uh, the most the recent one. Episode. Oh, yeah, I still didn't watch it. Recent one, yeah. It's, it's the, the volleyball okay. episode, but with music, which I'm, I'm excited music. for that. I, I would this like to point recording... out the irony, by the way, that Makoto, uh, Makoto Furukawa's song um, sings, so he definitely knows how to. <laughs> well, that means, yes. here's the thing, <laughs> you need to know how to sing right to know how to sing, like, poorly, Badly. but also, like, yeah, in a comedic way. Yeah, because... tell us about it, choir boy. <laughs> Look, people who can't sing, like, at all, often don't do it in a comedic way. It's just unpleasant. <laughs> so does that make it good acting, then? Huh? <laughs> does that make it good singing, then, if someone knows how to sing well, but does it poorly well, it, in a yeah, comedic I think way, I've which got... in turn makes it good singing? Someone else has said something about, like... There's a lot of things, to be honest, not just singing. I'm trying to think of another example where you need to know how to do it right to know how to do it wrong, as weird as that sounds. Mm -hmm. Taking tests in one of my high school's history classes. Mehdi, I completely agree. I I played violin for more than 15 years, and um, basically you can't 
sound bad on the violin if you don't know how to sound good. <laughs> like that's really all yeah, there is like, to it. You're just going to sound middling, which nobody wants. <laughs> yeah, you have to be comically bad. Mm-hmm. It's like that one scene in Haruhi where it's like they're acting out the scene of it. I'm not sure if anyone remembers this or has anyone seen an ancient anime from 2006 known as the melancholy of Haruhi Suzumiya. Never uh, heard of but it. Essentially they're, <laughs> they're acting out uh, kind of like one of those old like cheesy animes. <gasps> uh, and it was bad voice acting, but we know that the voice actors are really good based on their roles inside the show and in others. But it's like, does that because they're good voice actors and actresses trying to be bad voice actors and actresses, does that in turn make them good voice actors and actresses? You know? Yes, it it's does. A, it's yes. A I just think that's so funny, like, how ironic and, like, super meta that is uh, on the surface level. And then Kaguya-sama does that um, as well, especially with what Medi was saying with the, the singing. Yeah. I wouldn't know. I haven't watched the episode. <laughs> Okay, can I, I know we were talking about characters, but um, just one thing that caught me off guard. So the episode with where they, you know, bow towards the door to the student council. Oh, yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. I cry. <laughs> like, full on. Aww. You cry at everything, Aww. though. <laughs> okay, who said that? <laughs> I <Not> did. <laughs> There are now only four members on this podcast. <laughs> okay, to Rest be fair, James is right. I'm a very emotional person. Um, in fact, my feeling for like my Myers Briggs is like eighty percent, so very very high. But um, I still didn't expect myself to cry on a Kaguya-sama episode. But then, I, but also, I do have like things I relate to per se because I actually um, I had a really emotional like crying when i had to say goodbye to my orchestra because i got really really close to them so mm. it, that's what it reminded me of and so when uh, which, when chica starts crying and then kaguya starts crying and you can tell like all of them like just feel very overwhelmed with emotions i was just like oh, i can't do this <laughs> and, so, and so i started crying and and i was just like i never expected tears to come from a Kaguya episode that doesn't have to do with the fact that I'm laughing so hard. Yeah, I was going to say like... tears of laughter. Right. And that's what I mentioned earlier with this episode. It, it That really pulled my string, which surprised me for a show like Kaguya-sama. You're just like, oh yeah, comedy is really funny. I love it. And also you're like, holy shoot, this really hits me. Because I was in my student government in high school. Mm. So it really hurt me there. It's like, dang. I, I didn't cry, but it definitely pulled my heart. And it's just, I was... It was tough to continue, but then they celebrate. I'm like, oh my god, this is what I love about the show is they celebrate it, they had a good time, and then they loosen back, and all of a sudden it has this new drama of, holy shoot, Kaguya, how, what do I call Shiragane? I can't call him Kaito, <laughs> and stuff like that. And then and then it becomes this big plot of, haha, I got you now, when Shiragane reveals That was Kaguya, incredible. Like, that, was, that was the greatest. The smirk on his face, and he just actually... He just, he won, like, for that episode. Absolute victory. As the narrator would say, it was actually his victory. Like, he got Kaguya good. That was so perfect. And that's that's the thing with Kaguya-sama. For a serious, you know, (laughs) emotional moment where... Dang, our moment, everything's all over. Kaguya's trying to be sentimental. But ha Shiragata is there. Gotcha, that's what you get for being sentimental. (laughs) (laughs) But, again, Uh, that's that's what I was saying. It's like... The comedy works because I can be attached to these characters. They're my lovable yes. idiots. 
Yeah, we that 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 joke at the end of that particular scene would not have been as funny if we hadn't actually cared about the two characters. Oh, yeah, that for are sure. Right. Yeah, because you, you you laugh out of relief too that you're like, "Ah, I knew they couldn't let it end this way." You're like, "Oh, thank God." Yeah. Uh, uh, I also while we're on that topic, uh, what's everyone else's favorite? Just FYI. Oh, oh narrator, <laughs> yes. please. Especially, I've I've been enjoying I've been enjoying uh, episode five a lot because there's a little bit of of English in it, and it's that kind of Japanese person speaking English, yeah. which as a native English speaker I find very amusing. Uh-huh. But just the extra like layer of this like artificially extra honeyed voice that he that the narrator uses for it was just like oh my god i can't take this this is too funny narrator song should be a character option (laughs) honestly i'd vote for the narrator to be best boy i want to know if we could do something like that we'll see because we did the poll last year incredible Um, voice i need to yeah what does that say his name i need to double check i need to find the voice actor's name too he did a very good job anyway you were gonna ask a question before we so rudely interrupted you no worries i mean but it segues well any last takes on favorite characters for everyone uh, yeah i don't actually think we had this huge discussion i don't think we ever got a concrete answer on who everyone's because i haven't decided (laughs) you haven't decided yet coward it's fair it's fair actually here's the funny thing i didn't mention i was um well, for one, I was defending Chica earlier, even though of the four female characters on the chart, you know, Kaguya, uh, Hayasaka, and Kei, she is my least favorite of those four, but I was still defending That's her. That's fine. And earlier, no, you guys have changed. You guys have changed the way I think about her again. Uh, yeah. This is good. <laughs> then, this, this is a constructive argument that has led to the change of one person's thoughts. Conversely, uh, which also like, means, hey, people listening, you can easily influence my thoughts. Send me a well-reasoned argument, and if somebody doesn't immediately respond, <laughs> I will automatically. Change You're not supposed to change your opinion oh after the presentation of new information. It's not how the internet. Yeah, works. yeah, that's how it works, right? Not, not the internet. Oh, oh, that jab. Now I have to retroactively go and delete all those scathing tweets that I didn't make. Anyway, yeah, tell us in the comments uh, how wrong we are about everything, and James will agree, and I might fight you because of type of person i am but <laughs> i was also going to mention i kept uh talking down daddy daddy do because i really preferred love dramatic but that song daddy daddy do still been stuck in my head like all day i still really like it yeah and it's very good this is like what speaks to the quality of kaguya you know the content its characters and its openings is that i can be like oh i don't like this thing compared to the rest but then i still really like it or <laughs> i'm defending it so yeah it's just it's all great Anyways, who's your favorite character, Mehdi? Uh, Choose now. Hold on. He can't decide. Riala, go. Uh, Chica is my favorite character. And I'm for that, you must now die. <laughs> okay, see you. Yeah, again. I know Chica's not my favorite <gasps> character. Oh, oh, no! There are four members. <laughs> there are five members on this podcast. <laughs> He straight up left the call, actually. People won't be able to see it. That's but true. No, when you do the video versions, if ever... Just edit in the Discord sound. <laughs> Uh, that'd be hilarious that's funny all right so nobles who do you like the most i have to go with kaguya for multiple reasons one also being a like vp in some ways of my position and also i think i just relate with her very well but then again i was the treasurer and ichigami screams at me too and more or less his hairstyle is just like mine in high school so those two are definitely top two i don't know if i can pick one over the other quite yet because as more episodes are coming out, I love each one more. But then again, I wouldn't get into that much trouble that like Ishigami does, so who knows. 
How about you, James? Oh, am I the next one? Okay, I was gonna be yes. the one to be like, I was waiting. I so I realized the way things, the way people are lined up on this Discord call, and we were going from from uh, right to left, and so I was like, all right, now it's Medi's turn again. Yeah, and then there was just matter. really long pause where I was like, oh, Medi doesn't, doesn't know that matter. he's it next again. <laughs> <laughs> or Grace, Grace, I figured we'd save me for last because I didn't go first. Oh, that's fine. He's still that's deciding. Fair. I want to hear Gracie's. Uh, my uh, my favorite is Hirogane, and um, well, I have another reason. So first of all, um, my favorite characters don't don't tend to be people with similar similar personalities to me. That's just like a fun fact. Same. And so um, I'm more like the, my favorite characters tend to be like basically more like my friends' personalities. Um, who are very different from me, all of them. So, um, but the reason why Shido, I like Shirogane the best is um, I have a lot of respect for him, especially like you know working so hard from like a harder background in like an area in a place where everyone is super super privileged. Like that's really impressive, and the fact that he never uses that as an excuse for himself at any time. Like he just works his ass off is just something I admire a lot in people, and so that's why I admire him, per se. But I think my second thing that I like about him is, um, honestly, the it's actually, like, he really shot up in regards to how I like uh, how I like him because of the episode regarding, like, a misunderstanding of what seems like a confession. Um, he... <laughs> Yeah, that was great, but his personal thoughts actually, like, revealed why he didn't want to confess first, and when it revealed that it was less about pride, but more about, like, just him worrying about their positions, since he knows, like, Kaguya's, Kaguya's position is a lot higher, her family is a much, much, much more bigger minefield than well, his yeah. family. I think that just, <laughs> to me, shows a lot of depth to him that I hadn't seen before that it wasn't ultimately it wasn't even about pride it was about something much further and it only showed how much more he cared about her the fact that he was considering that so um and how serious he is about her too and so I think like I think just a lot of these things combined just makes me really respect him as a person I mean a character but as a person and so ultimately that's why he's my favorite that's that's respectable. That's I very just like good. Anime. I very like well like, I like characters. And now I am scared to say my favorites because <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> it's not nearly as much like thought went into it. I can give you more uh, time. I can keep dragging don't on worry. this podcast because I I can't believe I haven't talked much about this. Well, we talked about the fireworks scene and how like wow this can be really poignant and like hit you hard and like be actually really romantic. But even in like the first four episodes of the season that I've watched. It's happened at least twice, one of which was that, like, conf that fake confession, and then Kaguya's response was like, wow. She, like, whispers in his ear, like... <laughs> this is... We're talking about when they go stargazing, right? I'm not, No, like... but that's the other thing that's I was gonna say. That's the other great one, yeah. Oh. <laughs> so, both of There's those a... scenes, though, one is the quote-unquote confession, the other stargazing are like, oh my god, this is actually, like, really seriously, like romantic and intense mm -hmm. and it's also funny at the same time but it's like they do such a good job at both at once and also again like, because they're such great characters yeah no i completely agree and you know like like i said i probably wouldn't have picked shirogane as my favorite character before but he is 
now my favorite character. But also, James, mm. you shouldn't feel pressured that, like, the reason what your favorite character is is, like, very different from mine because, I mean, you know me. I, like, personality analysis, character analysis, like, that's just something that I do on a daily basis. I like doing it. I literally dissect my friends' personality. Yeah, she does it to <laughs> on, us like, a lot. On, like, just normal <laughs> chat days and stuff and, like, bring up sometimes like unintentionally bring up really like hard-hitting questions for example no that's fine i appreciate it because it means people actually care about me (laughs) (laughs) i like i've genuinely one time asked my friend and randomly out of nowhere i was like why don't you trust people and she like had to like sit herself down slowly (laughs) because i just sort of (laughs) aimed it at um, wow, you're just like wow. straight up murdering somebody. Anyway, uh, I'll talk about my. I I have two favorites, and I'm gonna cheat because I'm just because it's it's Ishigami and Hayasaka, okay. and so I'll say my favorite guy is Ishigami, and my favorite girl is Hayasaka. Okay, and oh, it's definitely fine. because both of them fill slightly similar roles of in in the having to deal with other people. Because oh. um, like Hayasaka is 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 Kaguya's attendant. And oh man, maybe I do like highest. The amount, the amount of like I have to keep picking up after you (laughs) and dealing with you, like, uh, literally based, like, literally being kind of like, oh, I have to be your therapist for this kind of thing. Um, I think is 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 pretty funny because it's not it. We get to see a lot more of Hayasaka, and we get to see like the fact that her personality or the way that she's portrayed in the show is very much just uh her interactions with with kaguya specifically uh compared to like everything else uh but season two has been really great because we have the one episode where uh hasaka has to like put on one of her fake personas to try to get shirogane to fall for her and then also after the uh after the uh student council disbands yes. and i think like shirogane comes to t- uh, ask where kaguya yes. is and it's just the, that door slam with a hey hey yes hey hey do i know you she's like so duh i go to this school i like yeah. i i we should give uh, a then, shout out by the way to the voice actress who does her because holy yes. crap like <laughs> the vocal range is really really it, it matches the amount of actual like the character range of Hayasaka personality wise and the way that she'll have to talk, it, it it's matched really well. Like they did a really good job casting uh, Hanamori Yumiri, for, for... by the way. Ten out of ten. Come to the US, I'll ask for an autograph. Because uh, <laughs> that clearly is any incentive. Uh but then I like Ishigami as well because he has to do kind of the sim like he is maybe it's because he's sad and depressed, but he's also sometimes the realest person in the room. Yep. Uh and is not afraid to is not afraid yeah, he, to kind of speak his mind. He probably puts on like he might be the one that doesn't put on like any kind of facade. Mhm. Because Kaguya and Shirogane are definitely kind of doing that to each other. Chika Chika doesn't Chika doesn't put on like, much unknowingly... of a facade, but that's because she can't read the room enough sometimes yeah, to be able it's to like... determine that she needs to put one on. And Ishigami doesn't wear one because he's he's like, well, my reputation can't possibly get any lower, so we'll just <laughs> lay it all out. And meanwhile, Hayasaka leads, like, a double life. <laughs> yeah. All so right, anyway. Medi, your turn. <laughs> all right, yeah, I've stalled long enough and molded over this entire time. I was going to say that as far as relatability, <laughs> you know, I, I, I can see aspects in both Ishigami and Chirogane. But then when James pointed out, like, Kaguya's... 
tendency to sometimes be like helpless, you know, and I just like has to like console her and practically do things for her. I was like, oh shoot, I can relate to that sometimes as well. But I do think at the end of the day, Kaguya is my favorite. Like, it's probably close between her and Shirogane, because, I mean, they carry the show for me. Like, the supporting cast is great, but those two and their antics, I just adore. I mean, that's good, because they are the two leads. They are, <laughs> I know. It's it's just something about, you know, earlier in this podcast, I called it what I find to be, like, the most realistic uh, high school, you know, romance rom-com. And I do think just their, like stubborn and foolish like naive games of just not being open with each other not confessing are like so weirdly relatable to someone who is very uh proud and definitely would overthink things a lot especially at that age like just seeing them play four-dimensional chess never gets old and i'm like cracking up because i can see myself in either of their positions Maddie, I have to ask you. I a wish question. I could do that. Oh. Um. Have you ever w- tried to get someone else to confess to you then, since you relate to them? <laughs> well, I have an answer for that, and the answer is no, because I don't think I like myself enough for anyone else to like me. <gasps> now, please go. Oh we now, please go read a fantastic manga. Go be Hoshino sad somewhere else, Ishigami. <laughs> I don't think I've gone out of my way to do that. No, I've certainly... There's, like, different halves of that, as in the whole, like, oh, I like this person, and I want them to like me, mm-hmm. half of it. <clears throat> and then the other thing is, like, wow, I can tell, or I bet this person really likes me. <laughs> and oh. I'm just gonna, like... I'm, I'm, I, might, I might play dumb, but, like, I can tell. <laughs> and like, I'm just gonna be amused knowing that. Unfortunately, you know, not, wait, not, a, yeah. not a ton of overlap in, like, the mutual feelings in both directions, in either case. <laughs> so m- maybe that's the real fantasy of this show, is I'm like, wow, <laughs> they're both into each other and playing these overthinking games. <laughs> Normally it's just me or the other person. <laughs> oh, Maddie. <laughs> really makes you think, huh? Oh, yeah. Really, really makes you think. <laughs> Big thong. Yeah, I realize now, like... Oh man, I'm really glad that we're not just five sad, lonely people that have a podcast together. Because for a second, <laughs> my brain went, "Wow, we're talking can about we how great start all a new podcast rom com is." Can I want a new podcast it's... titled Five Sad Lonely People?" I oh my god! Really, like, take a statistical analysis of all the statements that James made in this podcast, and we were to talk about how many of his statements uh, were indicating him being sad or him being lonely. I think it yeah, would can, reach can in you, the 80%. Can you get me that transcript so I can, <laughs> we'll have, we'll have a compilation at the end of the year for the number of times I've talked about how awful and sad and lonely I am. And then we'll find out that that's become my entire personality. And the second that I ever do start dating somebody, I'm going to crumble into dust and drift away on the wind. <laughs> you know, it's only your personality. Cause you're forcing it to be your personality. Yeah. <laughs> Mm. I have friends. Wait, but James, you said you've been on dates before. Yes. I haven't, so there you go. Oh, holy smokes. Anyways. My persona's a lie. I have to take off this mask that I wear in front of society. (laughs) Nonetheless. It's sad because it's trendy. Oh! Oh my gosh. 
like <laughs> I don't like being I, I don't like being taken apart like this. <laughs> oh my god, Betty. I'm being laid out in front of everybody James. that's listening to this I like a from body Gracie. on a table. Nonetheless, I think uh, as we continue to banter, it's the main reason I think we all love Kaguya-sama. We get to see the banter in the show, some relatability ourselves, but also just connect very closely with the characters. And as evident with our personal examples, it just shows that some of this is conveyed in the anime, and that's what makes us like the show even more. And I really hope it continues to do well. Crossing my finger to season three. I don't know if season three would be warranted. Boy, howdy, we'll I sure would like to just see more and more of this. I mean, I don't oh, know. for season, like, six at this point. I, I mean, I would like for there to be as many seasons as there is source material. I don't know, because the issue is I'm not <clears throat> sure how how much uh, I would trust kind of like anime original filler kind of stuff. That is Honestly, true. if, it, if it's the, the same creative going. staff that's been adapting it, I, I, I'd trust them to make it pretty damn entertaining. Okay. All right. Well, thanks for coming to this podcast, everybody. Thank you we've for joining. We've been doing this uh, for like an hour, I think, right? We've been doing it for an hour, so been? thank you for oh, all. Oh, yeah, I guess only one, yeah. It has been, yes. It has been an hour. But yes, thank you for everyone for joining. Yeah. Very eventful. Uh, it was very fun. I had a lot of fun with this episode. Uh, thank you, everyone who's here James, Gracie, Medi, and Riala. Uh, if you enjoyed more of this, we are on Spotify. You can go check out our other episodes. We probably didn't banter as much, but then again, Kaguya-sama is, I think, special in that way where we are able to banter because, again, like I said, a lot of relatable stuff, a lot of relatable characters, and an overall just a really fun show. Very fun show. If you have not seen it, it is currently streaming on Funimation in America for Season 2. Season 1 is available in both Funimation and Crunchyroll. With that, uh, this is our Kaguya-sama Season 2 episode podcast. Thank you for joining. Uh, everyone, feel free to say bye. Bye. Yeah. Have a good one, guys. Fare thee bye. well, bye. noble listeners. <laughs>